It's the Voice of the Cape Festival again. The fake is called Stadium in Athlone. Entry fee for adults are 20 rand and kids and pensioners are only 10 rand. The Voice of the Cape Festival from the 5th to the 8th of December 2013. For more information, call us on 021-442-3500. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to our program once again. That's negotiating pathways towards successful marriages. And uh, inshallah, marriage in Islam offers tranquility to the soul and peace to the mind so that man and woman may live together in an atmosphere of love, mercy, harmony, cooperation, mutual advice and tolerance and lay the foundation for raising a Muslim family in a nurturing, sound environment. For today, once again, we introduce our honorable and beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels once again uh, to share with us those pertinent advice. Again, Sheikh, Assalamu alaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam ulana and uh, greetings to all our beloved uh, listeners and mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers. So once again, Alhamdulillah, very honored and uh, truly most grateful we are that we can have Sheikh once again in our studio and once again bring us those advice which is necessary for our marriages and uh, our family life as well, inshallah. Our, um, firstly, though, our topic for today, Sheikh. Uh, we are continuing where uh, we left off last week mm-hmm. and we are also touching a new uh, point and that is uh, helping one another and assisting one another to attain goodness and piety, inshallah. Okay, so that is our topic for today. Remember, uh, you can log on to your VOC website, that's www.vocfm.co.za. Scroll down until you come to IONO FM, and that's where you can download all these programs as a podcast. Um, so that is the avenue that you can utilize to get these programs that we did over the last few weeks, over the last several weeks. You can download it once again. That's from the IONO FM and download it from the Sheikh. You may continue, inshallah. Shukran, Mullah. Bismillah rahman rahim Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulillah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Al-Qail, awla al-nasi biya yawm al-qiyama, akthirhum alayhi salatan. My dear beloved mothers and fathers and dear beloved sisters and brothers and honorable youth and children, once again uh, uh, allow me to greet you with the universal greeting of love and peace and mercy. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And indeed it is once again a great honor and a privilege for me to be in your homes, in your kitchens, in your rooms, in your motor cars, in your vehicles and wherever you are. And may Allah subhanahu grant that the words that I'm going to say today uh, emanates from my heart to your hearts, insha'Allah. Once again, our beloved Nabi Muhammad said to us, The people nearest to me on the day of Qiyamah, and the people first in line to receive the shafa'a of Rasulullah to enter the Jannah, are those people who were the most consistent in putting salawat on the greatest human being that ever came to this world, our beloved Nabi Muhammad And our beloved Nabi Muhammad also said, in the famous hadith, Man salla alayya salatan wahidatan sallallahu alayhi bi ashran. Whosoever sends or puts one salawat on Rasulullah, one salah on Rasulullah, saying Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad, then Allah subhanahu will put ten salawat from Allah on you. Ten salawat from Allah means ten mercy, ten rahmah from Allah. My dear beloved ones, allow me to say that Maybe we have not yet realized 
the value and the significance and the importance and the greatness and the worth and the effectiveness of putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad Imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the holy Quran, in the glorious Quran, إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ Indeed, certainly Allah and Allah's malaika, Allah's billions of malaika, يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِي sends continuously salutations on our beloved Nabi Muhammad And then Allah says, Oh, you believe, you also, you also take the honor in placing and sending salutations and greetings on the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So just imagine my dear listeners, if you put 10 salawat, Allah puts a hundred, uh, 10 salawat, Allah puts a hundred salawat on you every day. Imagine you organizing yourself to put a hundred salawat on Rasulullah every day. Then you are guaranteed I'm repeating myself. You are guaranteed a thousand salawat from from Allah subhanahu on you. A thousand mercy from Allah on you. Every day. Wallahi, my dear mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers, our lives will be much more joyful and much more happier and much more peaceful and less stressful with putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad every day a hundred times. Imagine you are covered with the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our beloved and honorable father, the first human being, Nabi Adam salam, said in his dua, Rabbana zalamna anfusana. Oh Allah, oh our creator, we have wronged ourselves, me and my wife, Hawa. And if thy, O oh Allah, is not going to forgive us, if you are not going to forgive us, Ya Allah, and shower your mercy on us, Ya Allah, then we're definitely going to be of the losers. If we don't have the mercy of Allah and the forgiveness of Allah, we are going to be of the losers. So, so now because of your consistency of put, consistency of putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad, you are going to be a winner in this world and in the akhirah. Allah subhanahu wa forgive your sins because the Nabi Muhammad says, if you put one salawat on Rasulullah, Allah subhanahu put ten salawat on you, Allah forgive ten of your sins, Allah raise you ten darajat. So imagine putting a hundred salawat on Rasulullah, Allah put um, a thousand salawat on you, Allah forgive thousand of your sins, and Allah will raise you a thousand darajat every day, Allahu Akbar. So my dear ones, Please organize yourselves for the new year. We are almost at the end of this year, 1434. So organize yourself for the next year and the coming years and the time, time that we've got left in this world. Put aside 10 to 15 minutes every day to complete the 100. Or don't stand up from your salah unless you've put a 20 salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad after each and every waqt. Or whilst you are driving, or traveling to work, or to college, or university, or to school, make use of the time and put a hundred salawat on the Nabi Muhammad, minimum. And every night before you go sleep, make sure that you have completed 
your hundred. Check if you have you've done your hundred. If you didn't, make sure that you complete a hundred before you go sleep. And don't lay down or lie down uh, doing this salah because the narakos ali salah. No, either standing or sitting up or walking and complete your hundred. You will see the difference. Allah will bring so much barakah and nur and mercy and blessings in your life, inshallah. My dear beloved ones, we quickly want to continue from where we stopped last week, and that is overlooking the shortcomings of your life partner, and that will happen after the break, inshallah. Yes, indeed it will. Do stay tuned. When we come back, Sheikh will continue, and uh, inshallah, do stay tuned. Remember, these can be downloaded. All these programs can be downloaded as podcasts. Go to Iono FM on the Voice of the Cape website, and you can do so freely. It's the Voice of the Cape Festival again. The Faith is called Stadium in Athlone. Entry fee for adults are 20 rand and kids and pensioners are only 10 rand. The Voice of the Cape Festival from the 5th to the 8th of December 2013. For more information, call us on 21 Welcome back to our program this afternoon here on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 with myself as well as uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels and once again sharing those beautiful and very pertinent advice for our married couples and uh, also for our families this afternoon. And uh, Sheikh is on the topic and as you have heard just before the break, just telling us about the importance of that salawat, of sending those salutations on our beloved Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And uh, for now, though, we will continue on that topic. My dear listeners, uh, as we've said before the break, uh, overlooking the shortcomings of your partner, of your life partner. Now, please listen to what Allah Subhanahu says on this matter. Allah says in the Quran, وَعَاشِرُهُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ Live with them, in other words, with your wives, in kindness, with affection, with patience, with goodness, with compassion, with decency, with tenderness, understanding, and gentleness. Allahu Akbar. Can you imagine? And Allah says, فَإِن كَرِهْتُمُونَ Even if there are, if, if are certain characteristics of her that you dislike, it doesn't mean if your partner or if your wife has got shortcomings that you must ill-treat her. No, this is not the life of a Muslim. This is not the life of our beloved Nabi Muhammad Can you remember? Just making an example of the great character of Rasulullah Wasallam. I mean the people of Taif threw Rasulullah with stones. He didn't react with anger and treat him with uh, harshness. And ill-treat them and abuse them. No. He made dua for them. Allahu Akbar. So listen to what Allah says. This is Quran. This is the greatest of words. The greatest form of knowledge. It was what, what we find in the Holy Quran. Allah says to us. And the best advice. My dear listeners. It is worthwhile to repeat all these words. What's the meaning of ma'roof? Live with them in kindness. And please write it down some way with affection, with patience, with goodness, with understanding, with compassion, with decency, 
with tenderness and gentleness. You know what's the meaning of gentleness? You know, when somebody angers you, you are able to control yourself. Allahu Akbar. Even if there are certain characteristics of her that you dislike, فَعَسَىٰ أَن تَكْرَهُ شَيْئًا وَيَجَعَلَ اللَّهُ فِي خَيْرًا كَثِيرًا Perhaps, Allah says, perhaps you dislike something, but with your patience and your perseverance and your understanding and your goodness, Allah will grant you lots of good. Allahu Akbar. That must mean this is a promise from Allah. If Allah uses the word, asa asa means in Arabic perhaps, but it is known when Allah uses the word asa, then it means it will happen. So if you have patience, perseverance, good understanding, Allah will grant you lots of good and benefits in this world. The ulama of tafsir say that after the khayran kathiran, after lots of good that will happen to you, is that Allah subhanahu will make your children to be good children and pious children. Allahu Akbar. My dear listeners, for any relationship to prosper, to succeed, to flourish, each party should focus more on the positives rather than the negatives. It is worthwhile to repeat that statement. For any relationship to prosper and to succeed and to flourish, each party should focus more on the positives rather than the negatives. The, 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 the above statement, the statement that we've just made, should be part of our discussions and on our conversations. Not discussing others, not backbiting others, not discussing every time sports and the soapies, but rather to discuss, you know, these type of things and, and motivating people you know, to concentrate on the positives of your life partner rather than the negatives. And I just want to re- return to that statement. For any relationship, we're speaking about husband and wife, but any other relationship with your friends, with your neighbors, with your cousins, with any other family, even with your children, even with your mother and your father. Imagine a child concentrating on the shortcomings of his mother. And he forgets about the good points. And all the good points. Imagine it is recorded that the person carried his mother for Hajj. He had a wife with his mother. And he asked, I have my duty, and I have for my mother. And it was said to him, You haven't even paid for one drop of milk of your mother. Allahu Akbar. So concentrate on the good points of your mother and your father, and your children, and your uncles, and your friends, and your neighbors, and your cousins. See the beauty side of each and every person. Not the dark side, because we are not perfect human beings. So my dear listeners, being over-concerned with the negatives gives rise to hatred and conflict and even violence. May Allah protect us. Can you imagine that a husband physically abusing his wife? Can you imagine a husband using his fist and hitting his wife in the face? Or kicking his wife, or saying to her the ugly of ugliest of words, you know we don't want to say these words on radio. You know some of some there are some uh, women, honourable women that embrace Islam, 
And then the husband says to her, Yo, Christen, no ach, I don't want to say the word. I might have been so ugly. May Allah forgive us. This is not the way. Look at the bright side. Alhamdulillah, Allah has granted to become a Muslim. You must work hard. And that is going to be our topic today. You must help and contribute to, to, to bring about goodness and piety. Allahu Akbar. So my, my, my dear ones, my dear beloved fathers and brothers, may Allah grant all of us to be of the best men in the world. And allow me to remind you once again of the following hadith. And remember what I've said a few weeks ago. We, we want to adopt the attitude of Sayyidina Abu Hurairah, the great Sahabi anhu, who narrated most of the hadith of Rasulullah. He says that if I hear a, a hadith of Rasulullah, even if I've heard the same hadith a thousand times, I make as if it is now the first time that I listen to the words of Rasulullah, the beautiful words, the words of guidance. Huh? Allahu Akbar. The Rasulullah says, any Muslim in the world won't mind to listen to this hadith a thousand times and five thousand times and ten thousand times. No Muslim would say, No. Rasulullah says, The most complete and the most perfect of believers, of all believers in Iman, are those believers with the best of conduct, with the best of character. And then Rasulullah says, وَخِيَارُكُمْ خِيَارُكُمْ لِنِسَائِهِمْ And the best men amongst you are those men who are the best and most kind and most helpful to their wives. Allahu Akbar. Allah is the best amongst. So that's why I've made the dua that Allah must grant all of us to be of the best men in the world in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So more so, Jamaat Muslimin, my dear brothers and fathers and husbands, more so if your wife do have shortcomings and you still treat her with honor and respect and kindness, then you are definitely of the best men in the world. My dear uh, uh, honorable listeners, the answer, the answer to our problems, if there is a problem in the, in, the, in the marriage, is not to break up, not to split up, not to, to go for divorce or talaq, but rather to persevere and to exert yourself and negotiate all possible pathways to make your marriage work, inshallah. I just want to repeat that, Jamaat Muslimin. The answer, if there is a marital problem, is not to break up. It's not to split up the family. There are children involved. There are families involved. You've got the father-in-law. You've got the mother-in-law. So many people are connected to your marriage. And marriage is sacred. So the answer is not to break up and to divorce, but rather to persevere and to exert yourself and negotiate all possible pathways to make your marriage work, inshallah. And uh, obviously marriage is that union of souls in the deeper sense. Allah joins these souls together so that they may enjoy tranquility and also stability in that marital home. And this filled with, um, uh, filled with sincere love and, and compassionate mercy. It's the Voice of the Cape Festival again. The Fahis Kral Stadium in Athlone. Entry fee for adults are 20 rand and kids and pensioners are only 10 rand. The Voice of the Cape Festival from the 5th to the 8th of December 2013. For more information, call us on 021 442
Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. My dear listeners, once again, it's an honor to speak to you. And let me share with you once again and remind you at how Islam deals with a marital problem. The different steps to be taken, not to go immediately for, for a breakup in a, a talaq. Allah says in the Quran, for example, for example, if the wife is a difficult one, and Allah says, then ignore her in your bedroom, in your bed. Don't sleep in another room. Allah, It's clear. Allah says, ignore her, just to try to, to, to reconcile the matter. Ignore her in her bed. Lord, but not even in your in you sleep in another room. That is your business, your private business. Don't let the children know about it. Allah Akbar. And then Allah says, and if that doesn't work, then khifa a hochi Rasulullah mak daidlik in the hadith darbun ghayru barriyah a hovat ni siya maki. Just a lichta hochi. And even Rasulullah says, it is a right of a woman that I lichta hochi muni ni chasakhi witni. But just to indicate to her or try to be win a pack. You understand? And then, then Allah says in the Quran, then try something else also. Send a representative of her side and a representative of his side with a niyyah to reconcile. If the two parties uh, deep in their heart want reconciliation, Allah will grant that there will be reconciliation. And then after we've tried everything, all different ways and nothing has worked and it's a long process then maybe for the first talaq must be given and the talaq is called talaq, talaq raja'i a, a reconcilable divorce in other words the time the idda period and the husband and wife is still together why did islam design it this, this way with the hope that the two of them are going to reconcile allah akbar all these different ways and and if they do not reconcile in, in the in the period if they decide to reconcile but if the in that period is completed six months has passed or six years has passed or 16 years has passed they can still reconcile because islam wants families to stay together and if for instance they reconcile in the in that period or after in that period and they live together again and they have problems again, the same procedure go for the second talaq. We try to resolve the problem. If it doesn't work, he gives a second talaq. After the second talaq, the same thing happened. In the inter period, they can reconcile. After the talaq, they can reconcile again with a new marriage. But the third time around, he must now make, make up his mind finally. Because Allah subhanahu does not want men to play around with the lives of their wives as they've done in the time of ignorance Allah has put a limit. And the limit is if you talaq her now, then you can't get married to her again unless she gets married to somebody else. She lives with that person. And if that person talaq her, then only if she agrees, then you can marry her again. So, Jabhat Muslimin, the point here I want to make is that Islam wants people and couples to stay together. 
And if you say Islam wants that, it means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants people and couples to stay together. That's why I want to say to that person who asked on Thursday in the program of question and answer of Mufti AK, that if he can re- reconcile with his wife after he pronounced three talaqs. I want to say that in the time of our beloved Nabi Muhammad if a person pronounced in one sitting three talaqs, he says to Rabbi, I talaq you, I talaq you, and I talaq you for the third time. It was considered and ruled as one talaq in the time of our beloved Nabi Muhammad But in the time of the rule of Sayyidina Umar Sayyidina Umar gave the ruling of that is three talaqs in order to make people to stop that ugly habit. It's a bad ugly habit that is not Islamically correct. Just imagine in three settings you tell your wife, a talaq some of you drink and exclaimed you. So in order for people to stop, Sayyidina Umar gave that ruling. So because of the above, it is obvious that there are going to be differences of opinion and rulings. So I sincerely hope that that person who asked the question and said that he loved his wife, he loved his wife and he wants to return to her, that he is listening now. Because the view of the Muslim Central Authority in Cape Town, the MGC, is of the opinion judging the ruling that was given in the time of our beloved Nabi Muhammad And that husband needs to come into the MCC. He can't make the decision on his own. He needs to come into the MCC, explain in detail what happened, and then the Mufti of the MCC will give the ruling. And there is a possibility, according to the Madhab or the view of Ibn Taymiyyah and so many other great scholars. My dear listeners, Wallahi, I personally benefit and learn tremendously from the Honorable Mufti Mufti Abdul Qadir and the question and answer program. But the Honorable Mufti should allow me to respectfully say that the Honorable Mufti has got, uh, has got all the right to say his view and that it is a view of all former Dahib. But it would have been expected from the Honorable Mufti to say, this is my view and the former Dahib. But please check with the local ulama authority in Cape Town about their view and judgment uh, based on the view of Ibn Taymiyyah and so many other great scholars. The reason why I'm making that point is, uh, Muslimin, is because um, uh, the deen of Islam is all about keeping a family together. And after one member of the family, remember this is, for example, there are five children or seven children or three children or one child or whatever, ten children. And one family member, through a moment of madness and anger, said to his wife, I talak you, 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 you. And the ruling of our beloved Nabi Muhammad was, it is considered as one talak, and so many other great scholars. So why not? This is a deen of mercy. If we can bring that person back, and there is a view, and there is a way, and it was done in the time of Rasulullah, I'm asking the question, why not? So that is my view, and that is uh, what uh, that I would love to say to that person uh, that has asked that particular question. This is negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. My dear listeners, yes, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. Now we come to our point of discussion of today, to help one another. The two partners, husband and wife, should help one another 
to, to, to make a success of their marriage, to achieve goodness and piety. Once again, our best source that we can go to is the Holy Quran. The greatest book and the best of guidance is in the Holy Quran, the glorious Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Help and cooperate to achieve goodness and morality and kind-heartedness and respect and piety in your community, in your city, in your country. And do not help with respect to wrongdoings and evil and creating an animosity. This is a very, very crucial ayah. And this ayah is addressed to not one certain person somewhere in the world. It is addressed to you and me and to each and every Muslim. Allah is speaking to us directly. Allah says to us, Yaub, and cooperate to achieve goodness in your society, in your community, in your country, in this ummah. Yaab to achieve goodness, morality, kind-heartedness, respect, honor, and dignity, and piety. And do not help with wrongdoings and evil, and also do not help in creating animosity amongst people. Allahu Akbar. So what does mean? This ayah, before I come now to uh, 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 our couples and to the wives and to the husbands, you know, we, we are in a situation today in our country, we're sitting on a time bomb. You know, just recently, not too long ago, all of us, most of us, we can remember, we could put our bottle, milk bottle, the empty bottle outside with money inside, and then the milky man will come, and he will take the money, put the milk outside, and you, and you can take the milk after two hours. It can't, it won't happen today. South Africa has changed. We want to bring back that honor and respect and that morality and that, uh, you know, goodness in our community. That is what the Quran says. You must help. Everybody must play their role to do that, inshallah. And, and, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us Samaratul Muslimin to rise to the occasion. I'm saying again for the second time that what is happening in our country is not to be desired. Almost with Amal Hadwerk. We are the Ummah of our beloved Nabi Muhammad Kuntum khayra ummatin ukhrijat You are the best of all people. You, are you were taken out for the guidance of humanity. تأمرون بالمعروف وتنهون عن المنكر وتؤمنون بالله يلا أودم الخط يلا إسخواريد يلا بلدتي قوات يلا خلو فهلذا إن الله سبحانه وتعالى. so جماعة المسلمين your community your country to achieve goodness and piety this is this I refer to bringing that in your community and your country to achieve that goodness and piety the question is what about your family? Don't they come first for you to help to achieve the goodness and the morality and the respect and piety 
that Allah consciousness in your family. So you must help and contribute to your life partners, goodness and piety. Allahu Akbar. You, you, you as a husband can help your wife. My dear sister, you as a wife can help your husband. And imagine that is recorded in the hadith of our beloved Nabi Muhammad The Nabi Muhammad says, لِيَتَّخِذْ لِيَتَّخِذَ أَحَدُكُمْ قَلْبًا شَاكِرًا وَلِسَانًا ذَاكِرًا وَزَوْجَةً مُؤْمِنَةً تُعِينُ أَحَدَكُمْ عَلَىٰ أَمْرِ آخِرَتِهِ Allahu Akbar let, let, let each, each one of you make sure that you have a heart that is grateful and thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and لِسَانًا ذَاكِرًا a tongue that is full of remembrance of Allah Allahu Akbar وَزَوْجَةً مُؤْمِنَةً and also take a, a, a salih, a good woman that will help you to achieve, to achieve success in the Akhirah Allahu Akbar to achieve success in the Akhirah that is one of the signs of a good wife a wife that helps a husband with his iman, with his goodness, with his piety. Listen to what Rasulullah says. She helps the fro yaba man um successful to visit the Allahu Akbar. So, so, so I'm saying, Jamaat, this is our topic today negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. We must bring that, 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 that goodness in our homes. The salah, the dhikrullah. The reading of the Quran, the honor, the respect, the connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. Can you, can you, can you imagine that Rasulullah says, Rahimallah umra'an, may Allah have mercy on the person, on the man. He stands up in the middle of the night for Salatul Tahajjud and he wakes up his wife. He wakes up his wife to do Salatul Tahajjud with him. And then Nabi Muhammad says, and as if only wakker with it, then, you know, spaiti water is so nachasach. Yes, Salam. Sommige tijd maak ons a joke van ons, goeie sommige van, dat moet die emme water. No, no, that's not the way we talk. The hadith says, sy spaiti is so lichies en nachasach, om wat wakker te maak. But look at the, look at, like, at assisting one another. You stand up for salat to hajjud, but you don't think only about yourself. You also think and worried about your wife. And likewise, the Nabi Muhammad says, And may Allah have mercy on the woman that stands up in the middle of the night and she wakes up her husband. And the same also, as he can wakker with me, then spite is so lichies, beke waad in sy gesig om wakker te word. On that note, inshallah, we will come back after this. And uh, yes, very importantly, as our Sheikh has pointed out, very gently that we are with our spouses. So do stay tuned, we come back after this. It's the Voice of the Cape Festival again. The Fakis Kral Stadium in Athlone. Entry fee for adults are 20 rand and kids and pensioners are only 10 rand. The Voice of the Cape Festival from the 5th to the 8th of December 2013. For more information, call us on 21 My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. 
Welcome back to our program. That's understanding our marriages. And as we have said, that Islam regards marriage very highly and views it also as something to be valued and also something that should be treasured. And a righteous woman viewed as one of the joys of life. And it's a great blessing to a man at the end of the day. He comes home to her, he relaxes after facing the struggles of life. And it's with his wife that he finds that peace and that comfort and that pleasure. So inshallah, let us take heed of the words that uh, our beloved Sheikh is conveying to us in that note, inshallah. Sheikh, we may continue. Shukran, My dear beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and honorable youth, allow me to repeat that hadith again. That the Nabi Muhammad says, Rahimallah ra'an, may Allah have mercy on the man who stands up for Salat al-Tahajjud. And he's not worried about only himself. He wakes up his wife also to make salat tahajjud with him. Allahu Akbar. And then Rasulullah says, And may Allah have mercy on that woman that stands up for salat tahajjud And she is also concerned about the husband. She's not only, not only concerned about herself. She's worried about the husband also. She wants to help him along. Allahu Akbar. The, the, the barakah of the dua of Rasulullah of mercy is on both the husband and the wife. And listen to what Allah says to us in the Quran. Allah says, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu ku anfusakum wa ahlikum nara. Oh, you believe? Save yourselves. First save yourself. You set the example. You be the, the role model for your children, both father and mother. You save yourselves and save your family. Save your, and in, in, in the instance of a husband, you save yourself and you make sure that your wife and your children will also go to Jannah and they'll be saved from the fire of Jahannam. That is what is needed in our homes today. The father must make sure it is nothing wrong if a husband comes home and says, My darling, the children, have you made your salah? Allahu Akbar. Can you imagine in the time of Rasulullah Wasallam? A person, he, he, he didn't want to lose the barakah of the Salatul Jama'ah with Rasulullah. But after he finished his Salah with Rasulullah, he quickly go home to lead the Salah for his wife and his children. Allahu Akbar. In this one particular uh, Sahabi, anhu, the Nabi Ali Wasallam noticed, because after Rasulullah uh, finished the Salah, the Nabi Muhammad turned around. So the Nabi could see uh, everybody in the masjid. So Rasulullah noticed that there's a person that every time when the salah is finished, he quickly go out of the masjid. And, he, and the Rasulullah one day called him and said, Why do you, why in this one, Sahari, go out of the masjid so quickly? He says, Ya Rasulullah, if you don't mind to allow me to keep that a secret, then I would appreciate it. But if you want to know, Ya Rasulullah, I, I will share it with you. And the Nabi Muhammad said, no, I would like, I'd love to know. He said, Ya Rasulullah, dit top wat ek anit, dis al wat ons besit. So ek mag vannig my salah kla, Allahu Akbar. En as my salah kla is, dan kan ek nie wacht om my stoog gaan om die top uit te trek, so dat my vrou haar salah kan maak, Allahu Akbar. Look at the concern. Ya Salam. It's not, it's not only about you. You must be worried about your partner. We help one another to achieve success. And the success of our lives, the success of your marriages, your connection to Allah. I always say to couples, uh, a couple will always be successful if both of them are connected to Allah. And your connection with Allah is first of all your five times salah. How can you be successful in your marriage if you're not performing your salah? 
So the husband must make sure that he and his wife and his children make the salah. Allah, the mouth. Allah, oh, oh, beloved Nabi Muhammad says to the parents, Muru awladakum bi salati wa hum sab'u sinin. The mother and the father, you are responsible. You and your child reach the age of seven years. Then you must train your child and order your child to make salah from seven years old every day. Fajr, Dhuwr, Asr, Maghrib, Isha. And, and if your child reaches the age of 10 years, says Rasulullah, please take the advice of Rasulullah. There's no better advisor and counselor than our beloved Nabi Muhammad. Take the, take the advice of Rasulullah. As your kind is 10 years old, and it begins to slip a salah, then give him so a light pakki. In the Oslat, most of us are with anger. So the old man said, the kind of salat with salawat. The flat kind of salawat, Allah masalli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Because it's not out of anger, it's out of love and concern. And if you do it that way, for the sake of Allah, for the praise of Allah, not to hurt your child, but just to rectify and carry out the advice of Rasulullah, Allah will grant success, inshallah. So once again, Jamaatul Muslim, this ayah, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu ku anfusakum wa ahlikum nara. Oh, you believe, save yourselves and save your family and your children from the fire of Jahannam. I once again want to uh, end off and conclude this beautiful day with a guarantee to the Jannah given by our beloved Nabi Muhammad and try to remember the, the, the guarantee and not only to remember it but to implement it and put it into practice. Rasulullah says Guarantee for me six and I will guarantee for you the Jannah. If you've made a promise, carry out your promise. Whenever you speak, speak the truth. The third one, Rasulullah says, carry out your amana, your responsibilities. Your wife is your amana, your children are your amana. The fourth one, Rasulullah says, guarantee for me, you're going to protect your private parts. Don't get involved in zina. May Allah protect us. And whoever has done it, have done it in the past, repent to Allah and Allah will forgive you. Protect your private parts, then I will guarantee you the Jannah. The fifth one, Rasulullah says, guarantee for me you're going to lower your gaze. Don't look at haram. Don't look at any haram. Don't look at the pornography, my dear sisters and brothers. Make tawbah to Allah. I'm saying to you again, if you are listening to me now, and you are one of those people that love to look at nakedness and pornography, Thank Allah that you are listening now so that you can make tawbah to Allah and Allah will forgive you. And the last one the Nabi Muhammad says, guarantee for me, you're going to keep your family together. Allahu Akbar. How do you keep the family together? To overlook the faults and the shortcomings of any family member, including your life partner. And with these few words, we conclude this beautiful program today. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Alaikum assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. We thank Sheikh very much for once again, may Allah reward Sheikh tremendously for contributing so beautifully and so much to our communities. Alhamdulillah, as we have looked at today once again at our marriages, and inshallah, may Allah grant us all successful marriages, inshallah. On that note, from ourselves, from this beautiful program that we run each and every Sunday, once again, go to the VOC website and go to Iono FM. That's we can download these programs as podcasts. Until we speak again, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.